It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today I have with me Dr. Liz Hale. She is a marriage and family therapist. And we are talking today about ways to improve your relationship. And specifically, we are talking about men because, Dr. Liz, you were telling me that men have the power to make or break the relationship. And explain what you mean by that. Isn't that something? This yes. is, I think this is so exciting for men, especially to feel empowered by their in their relationships. So the emotionally intelligent husband. So what men do by a wide margin is the crucial factor that separates a, a successful marriage Maria, from a failed one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that women, right, we don't have our part, of course, right? But a man's actions, that seems to be the key variable that determines whether a relationship succeeds or fails, which is so interesting because think of the relationship literature out there. What The relationships books are written by who? Women. Mm-hmm. For who? Women. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. So fascinating. But this is great news for men. And I know that we are complicated as women, right? We are. And men lament. We overthink everything. Yes. They right? don't get how we think. They don't get what we say or what we do. But what's so interesting is that it really matters what men think, say, and do. That That is the empowering part in marriage. So how can men really make a difference in their relationships then? <clears throat> what are some of the things they can do? The biggest complaint women have about men would be good for men to understand. So in the research, women have two major complaints. All right. The first one, he is never there for me. Second one, there isn't enough t- intimacy and connection. Hmm. So it's only fair we ask men. So men, what's your biggest complaint of women, right? What do men say? There's too much fighting and not enough sex. <laughs> so the key is when men go hmm. first, when men go first, guess what they get? They get less fighting and more sex. Do you think I have men's attention yet? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> the best piece of advice I have for men is I have these five, five statements for men to, or questions even. Um, that if they could, if they could hone in and memorize, it would make a, a a big difference in their marriages currently. Okay. The best piece, baby, when you hurt, I listen. So again, right? Women say he's not there for me, and there's not enough connection. Um, memorize that, men. Memorize the the, the mindset of baby when the, when you're hurting, the whole world stops, and I am there for you. But Doctor, they don't have to worry about solving the problem, right? No, no. And that's probably the biggest complaint women have is I feel like with my feelings and emotions, you want to fix them or minimize them, or talk me out of them. So if men can learn to stand tall and firm in the midst of that emotional tropical storm, they are the heroes. Dr. John Gottman, who you've heard me talk about quite a bit, right? He really has done the most marriage research. Um, he can he can uh, look at a marriage and within the first three minutes decide how that conversation is going to go. He can determine the success of a marriage with a 94% accuracy. He developed this acronym, ATTUNE. This is key for men, mm-hmm. A-T-T-U-N-E. So the first A stands for men, attend to your woman. You know, look, notice her her facial expressions. Get really, really curious about what's going on for her. Pay attention. Turn. The TTs are turned towards her. Literally turning towards her saying, let's talk. You know, tell me what's going on here. 
U is for understanding. You don't have to agree with her, but try to understand it from her point. N is non-defensive listening. It's really hard for a man when a woman is angry, but especially when she's angry at him. It's really hard for him to sit with that, right? That's why we call it the emotionally intelligent husband. And E is empathy. We can just say, you know what? That makes sense to me that that would be so hard. I get it. I, I see where you're coming from. I, even, even if you're upset with me, it's like, I feel the same way. Or whatever you can agree with that is sincere. But again, the number one conf- cause of conflicts is when men dismiss or minimize their wife's emotions. Yeah. It sounds like there's also some recognition, Dr. Liz, that men and women need to realize that they're different. We're different. Bingo. Beautiful, right? right? Thank goodness. It's okay. We're different. It makes a relationship more dynamic. <laughs> you know, one fills in for the other. When one has weaknesses, the other one has strengths, right? So there are positive things about that. But we are different. Isn't and that women great? need something different than men need. I would really hate to be married to me. I am so grateful for the differences in, in, in my marriage. You know, you're right. It does make it more dynamic. I think it makes it more challenging, more growth-promoting as well, more exciting, um, in, so for, for men, another statement I'd love for them to memorize. Now, this doesn't sound very manly, I suppose, but something along these lines of when a wife is upset, even with you, if you could not only say, okay, baby, when the, when you're upset, the whole world stops and I listen, you got my attention, but also have this concept in your mind of like rubbing your hands together saying, oh, goody, here we go. Oh, goody, here we go. Because if I do this right, if I can attune to her at the other end of this, I'm going to be the hero. And guess what I'm going to get? Less fighting and more sex. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> then everybody's happy, want. right? Everybody is happy. That's right. So when, it, when a woman has those emotions of sadness and anger, maybe jealousy, insecurity, shame, just imagine rubbing your hands together. Oh, goody, I'm about to be a hero. Here we go. I think that is such a key point, but is very challenging as well. Because yes. I think what happens is we get defensive, whether you're a man or a woman. You when there's a, some issue, we tend to yep. get a little defensive. Go, oh, instead of rubbing your hands yep. together, it's like, oh, no, here we go again. Yep. And right? pretty much anything you could accuse me of, Maria, if I look closely enough, I can find. So, And that's really the key to defensiveness. The antidote is finding that self-responsibility. Where am I accountable even to it's like, you know what, I can see how you would take it that way because I did do X, Y, Z. Makes perfect sense that that's how I came across. I am sorry for that. Or I was short. I get that. So and then there's that it. recognition. Yeah. Owning, owning it. it. And oh, then recognizing that's how the other person feels. Well, it's and, and when that uh, your partner is like, oh, thank gosh, Liz gets it, right? Or he gets it, whomever. And it also feels good to me to have ownership for whatever reason. Not only does my partner hear me say... I get that. I, I see where I came across that way. I'm so sorry. But my own inner ear hears it, and I start to soften. That right, because I want to say, I don't understand why you feel that way. <laughs> what? I think you're just too sensitive, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's right, just food I'm for learning. fodder, right? Yeah, learning so much. We're just getting, we're, it's just uh, fuel, fuels the fire. So some, it'd be great for men who are in a relationship to try to find out what's going on underneath this wife's criticism or complaint. All right. So I have a few questions for men to suggest that they can ask. And again, for any of the listeners, they can just fine tune this. I hope that they hear this together, men and women. And then women and men can say, you know, I like that or that works for me or I would prefer this instead. So some of the questions to ask your wife, men, would be, what do you need? You know, what are you concerned about? What are you you feeling? 
and one that my husband and I came up with kind of by accident. He texted it, but I think he had a, a misprint or something or mistype, hmm. but he said, what is it, Lizzie? And I love that. He's tried that before because we've gone over that. It's like, you know what? When you said that or texted that, it's kind of how I heard it was this, and it really softened me. What is it, Lizzie? Oh, melts me just hearing it right. today. And then I can say, well, you know, and then I can kind of let it all out. I just need him to listen. Right. I need that one person in my life who means most to me to understand me, to get me, to have my back, and to be concerned when I'm upset, even, maybe even especially if I'm upset with him. And listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when it's painful. In the middle of a woman's emotions, that's got to be intimidating. But boy, when men can do that, when they can build that, that the, the emotional backbone, the confidence in themselves, sometimes they teach men, just imagine that you're watching a play, play out down below. You're in the balcony and you're looking down below on the theater stage and she's telling you about these two people down there. <laughs> you know, depersonalize it. Or imagine just putting something up on your heart that protects it a little bit, a little, little shield that just kind of protects that heart so you don't have to... Take it so personally and then feel defensive. The number one thing women want most in men, any ideas what it might be? To be there for them. Exactly. (laughs) You got it right. It's called trustworthiness. When a man says, you can count on me, and he does, he proves it, does what he says he's going to do. He's where he says he's going to be, and he follows through. He's there for you. When I reach for you, are you going to be there? Are you going to be responsive? Are you going to be empathic? trustworthiness is key. So when a man says you can count on me and proves it, shows it, uh, he's uh, more than almost all the way there with that woman. A woman wants to truly feel safe with a man, and that's how she can feel safe, is that I can trust you, right? Most of what you're saying, Dr. Liz, is seems so simple. Like, of course, that's what women want. That's what we all want, to be able to trust the person that we love and know that they're going to be there, right? Yes. So why sometimes is this a challenge for people? Well, you know, you go, you say, you talked about the differences. Men and women are very different. Men are often bigger than women, right? And their voices are deeper and louder. And if they use their size or their voice to intimidate, a woman will never feel safe. So perhaps we're different because that's where our our opportunity of growth comes in. We have to really use some self-mastery. We women, we have a quick tongue, right? We can cut a man down like that. There's and no they, doubt about and it. And they can use their brawn. Without even meaning to. Yep. They can right. use their brawn and their vibrato to hurt us as well. You know, it's so interesting when, um, when, when couples have children then come into the mix, things get even a little bit more complicated. Understandably a lot more complicated. so, right? Now there's less resources, there's less time, there's less sleep, there's less of everything to go around. And I think it could be really easy for men to feel out of it. Just think about the uh, the woman's part in that. Traditionally speaking, a woman conceives, carries, delivers, and nurses this new human being. Well, my husband and I heard a comedian the other day, and he was talking about the miracle of his wife just giving birth to their fourth child. And he goes, and I had a contribution. Don't forget. You know, they were five seconds, but I contributed. <laughs> <laughs> and after that laughter, though, I think the take-home message is that men matter immensely. They matter to women and they matter to children. And so men need to really fight against that, that feeling that, gosh, I'm not really needed here. Oh, there, she needs you then more than ever. So it's your job to develop that bond with that baby right next to her. So we're in this together is another message. Honey, I'm right here with you. We have different roles, but I'm right here. 
as these children age, they need a father probably more than anyone. It's really men, Maria, who determine a child's self-esteem, self-worth, um, whether they go to a trade school, or do they, do they get educated, in other words, is really important, whether it's a trade school or a college, however they do it. Um, how do they, they're how, good at relationships, right? How the security they of, are in their yeah. relationships, security within themselves. Men are key. Men are absolutely key. So when they can present that message as, hey, I'm right here for you, um, that matters so much to women. It just is, is immense. Because, you know, think about that bonding, that oxytocin bonding that that woman has with that bean. Mm-hmm. You know, just smelling the top of that baby's head, <laughs> you know. I can smell the smelling, baby's head just talking about it. I yeah. bet you can. And, and smelling the top of your husband's head is just not quite the same, right? No. But he, he ought not take that personally. It's just our, um, our, our species survives and thrives on that. So it's so important. But men cannot underestimate. And we women can't underestimate the power of a man either. I had a young girl, uh, she's 15 in my office, and she and her husband, she and her father, excuse me, were having a hard time in their relationship. And I said something about her dad and kind of his intentions. And she goes, oh, I don't have a dad. She goes, I have a father. I don't have a dad. All my friends seem to have dads. Hmm. But he's not there for me. You know, he criticizes me. He's this and he's that. She was just struggling, right? Mm -hmm. Couldn't see him another way even though he really wants to be there for her. So he's learning how to be there differently for her. But I thought that was so powerful that at 15, she can see the difference between what's a father and what's a dad, a daddy. She wants that. But she's been so disappointed that she is afraid to let herself be vulnerable again. Right. But it's never too late, right, Dr. Liz? No, to it's try never to, too late. To make these relationships better, to mend uh, past hurts. We always have tomorrow. We have that opportunity. You bet. I think the important message today of men mattering immensely is not just for men, but it's for women. And it's for children to recognize the role that men have. Right? I mean, I feel like I do a fair amount of coaching for men. If men really, it's up to them whether they whether a relationship is, uh, you can make it or break it. It's really up to men. That's, that's pretty key. That Men really have my attention on what they can do to make their relationships flourish. So even fathers, even when they're at, even when they're present, they can be absent, right? So they can be there. Physically. <laughs> Physically, mm-hmm. right? In the home, breathing the oxygen there, but maybe not contributing. So Participating, yeah. being a part of and what's going families on. Families need them. So please, uh, wives, as, as much remember the importance of a, of that father figure, that male, that daddy figure that children need so much. That's an important way that, that a man can love a woman is by loving her and supporting her in her role as a mother and loving and nurturing her children. Dr. Liz, I appreciate you so much for being here today. Any, any final thoughts for us? You bet. Well, you know, going back to what men want, right, less fighting and, and more sex. You know what's really interesting for women and men to both know is that a, a woman's desire for her man is dependent on her feeling desirable, desirable by him. So think about that. Love making starts long before the bed, right? By a man's words, how he gazes at her lovingly or his smile. Because again, remember the greatest sex organ for a woman is her mind. It's her brain. So when men can make their wives feel attracted, attractive, they can express their passion for her, her de- their devotion for her. They're a great lover before they even begin. <laughs> That's the key. It's kind of like, what do you say when a woman says, do I look fat in this? There's only one thing to say. Honey, you look beautiful in everything you wear. 
That is the only thing to say. Men matter immensely. If you want to know more, John and Julie Gottman wrote a great book, The Man's Guide to Women. I think that is a must-read for every husband and wife out there. All right. Dr. Liz, thank you so much. It's an honor.